0: Alright y'all, welcome to another episode of Motivation for the Living. I'm your host, The Real Cleave. On today's episode, we have two new hosts on the uh, the show with me today. I'm still waiting on uh, my female host to get herself together and come on. Uh, But Leonard Church, uh, Born to be a King, is uh, on the podcast today. Also got a guest, you know, Just trained James, uh, who will be on the podcast today. And today we're talking about toxic masculinity. Uh, I just want to give you a couple caveats. One, it's just our opinion. Number two, uh, the mic situation is not the best. We recorded in the gym today, so it sounds a little airy. And the device we're using kept clicking. But it was such a great conversation, I didn't want to erase it. So hopefully you can hear the authenticity in our conversation, and uh, hopefully we can motivate our brothers and sisters to appreciate each other and um, to quit naming everything, or at least quit letting the broader community um, create terms to you know, designate our people, all right? love you all hope you enjoy the episode and uh like comment subscribe and um you can send me some money if you want to <laughs> i'm joking but i'm not joking all right let's get into the episode
1: ladies and gentlemen welcome to motivation
0: for the living podcast where we help the living live more and the dead come alive let's go All right, y'all. Listen, I got some special guests in the house today. We got a new host who will be hosting with us. My homeboy, Leonard Church. You'll hear his segment later on, uh, News You Can't Use by Lenard. We also got the man himself, James.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Just trained James in the building. What's up, man? Thanks for having me on, Clee. Yeah, no problem. No problem. I appreciate you being on.
0: But this is the man from Just Train Cleveland. He is the owner of a, a credible CrossFit Gym. You, you can hear him on my other p- podcast, uh, Black CrossFitter. Oh. Black CrossFitter. Uh, we ain't been recording lately, but we're going to get back to that. Uh, but I got my brothers here today to talk about a couple things. This shit, this shit perplexes me, okay? It fucking perplexes me. And I've been hearing this turn thrown around maybe for the last two or three years. Um, and it's starting to get on my fucking nerves. Man, it's the it's term toxic masculinity. Now you you on a, today you on motivation for the living, but this is something I think is important. Um
2: I ain't never heard of
0: this term until recently. D.L. Hughley was talking about it, Terry Crews been talking about it, a lot of feminists on uh, CNN and Fox News been talking about it. It's been a term that's been expressed quite a bit as it relates to uh, the black male in America. Mm-hmm. And I just want to talk about it. I want to hear y'all thoughts on it. I want to see what you think. I want to see why you think this term is being used. And then if it's a real thing, and I'll define it in a minute because I actually you know looked it up and see what it meant because I ain't never heard no shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, give me your thoughts on that. I
2: was going to ask you to define it
0: But well, Let me define it, okay? Uh, one particular people find toxic masculinity as uh, is, is when patriarchy is harmful to men. And it says it refers to socially constructed attitudes that describe the masculine gender role as violent, unemotional, sexually aggressive, and so on. Uh, another one said it's when interactions between men and women always have to be competitive and not cooperative. Alright? And I think, what does one say? Expression relegated to women's study classrooms. <laughs> so it, it, they believe that it was it was really started by female.
2: A professor or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, sounds like masculinity. I don't have a definition for it. Uh... From what I understand, based on what you just said, it seems to be uh, have a negative connotation. Yeah. right? It seems to be like maybe it's toxic to be masculine. No. Yeah. So so or it's too much. It, it's it's bad when you're too aggressive, when you're too assertive, and stuff like that, right? But. I would say I would I would call bullshit on it. Mm-hmm. I would call bullshit completely because the president of our United States of America right now is the most toxic masculine man I've ever seen. <laughs> right, <laughs> if, right, right, if, if, right. If that's by definition, right, he's very aggressive. Right, he's hyper. He's violent. He's he's ready to go to war at any time. Right. Two, he's sexually aggressive, he's grabbed women by the pussy. He, that, said it, he, he said it. He said. It. Ain't he, that, you know, saying, he said. I didn't say that, but he said that. Right. He said that he's done. Right. So he also. He also pokes fun makes fun of people, you know, that have um, illnesses or ailments or something like that. Talks about my man with the short arms. Mm-hmm. Know what I'm saying, Talks, pokes jokes and stuff like that. So to me. That's toxic masculinity. That's whatever, mm-hmm. If you want mm-hmm. to define it, that type of person... Be, and, and that's the fucking president of the United States of America. I'm sorry, can I cuss on this podcast? We cuss on this podcast. Okay, I just want to make sure I cuss on this Because that's the president of our United States. So if you're saying this is a bad thing, maybe maybe, it's, maybe it is. But I also read a book back in the day called Assholes Finish First. Mm-hmm. And so what, what, what that lets me know is that clearly it's not that toxic if this man has these attributes and is the president of the United States.
0: And it's the because when you look at... Those attributes or those characteristics, this man hasn't become this way. You know, he didn't become an asshole when he became a president. No, he was already an asshole.
2: And that's what attracted people to him. That's, that's right. Made he was, the
0: president. That's what made him the president. Right. He was an
2: asshole on Twitter. He was an asshole on this reality TV show. And people were like, "Oh, I like this. I guy. I
0: like this guy. This he, is my. That's my kind of, kind of guy. It's my mm-hmm. kind of guy. So." So when you look at, so for example, one of the reasons I'm talking about this, you know, last episode we talked about Nip Hussle, RIP, rest in power, R-I-P. Nip Hustle, uh, And if you didn't listen to the last podcast or are uh, just under a rock somewhere, you know, recently uh, our dear brother Nipsey Hussle was murdered, gunned down in his uh, South Central LA neighborhood. Uh, in front of his marathon store by a guy named Eric Holder. Okay, so they and say. So they say this is this allegedly. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and we talked about the potential conspiracies that could be with that, but we really, but what they were saying is that he killed Nipsey Hussle because of toxic masculinity, because he was jealous of Nipsey, because he wanted to be in Nipsey's position, and he or he was weak because Nipsey said. He couldn't rap with him or he couldn't be up there or something. And that's toxic masculinity, okay? And, and, and I don't like it when, and I hope you're listening, I don't like it when people use very specific situations as blanket statements about the statement. whole. Yeah. Yeah. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> yep. you know, sounds you know, like it, it sounds like to me, like if I say, uh, because white people supposedly captured black people and put them on a boat and took them supposedly across the Atlantic Ocean and put them in slavery, that all white people are devils. Okay, that's a blanket statement, right? Yes. But even though historically that could be what, true. it could be true, right? True. It should make me look at you a little different. Would you agree? agree. So, but I'm not going to say that all white people are uh, are toxically murderers. I do have some precedent. You feel what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So so to use that, and let's talk about that. Does that mean? They, and they try, specifically saying that people from the inner city have toxic masculinity. And I really don't appreciate being the person from the inner city. I,
2: I, I, I think what they're trying to do is say, they're saying, first of all, um, they, they're looking at the single-parent homes, mm-hmm. looking at the mothers, mm-hmm. and it's, it's saying that young men are, Becoming hyper aggressive, hyper sexual because they don't have the the fathers in the home and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, so they're they're being taught um, how to be toxic or masculine in a, in a toxic way. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 to that point, maybe there is some validity there. Like mm-hmm. like 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 true enough we do need to raise our young kings, we need to be in these households raising these kids, That like that's the truth, you Agreed. know what I'm saying? That, that, that's the truth, and so maybe there, and definitely there are some negative side effects to that, but that doesn't, you can't say that this is the, the problem or say toxic masculinity is the reason why it's happening. The reason why it's happening is because Sometimes it, it could be the woman in the house. The woman in the house could be causing the issue, could be causing him to become uh, more emotional, more feminine. Acting, mm. Then acting out out of more emotion, than more logic than, uh, than a man or a masculine person would have this person to act. Right. So you can't always just say this. It, it's, it's because of the lack or, or the toxic masculinity because mas- mas- being masculine would have this person acting like a man, like a gentleman, out right. of, out of right. you know what I'm saying? Right, and Not right. out
1: of anger and emotion. Right, right. So, so you okay. can't just say, toxic masculinity. All right. Okay, so my, my, my viewpoint on uh, on this all is that uh, I believe that a lot of senseless killing, and when I mean senseless, I mean killing somebody because they simply said something that hurt your feelings, mm-hmm. okay? So me, personally, I believe in necessary violence. And necessary violence would be that if somebody... Try to, to cause harm to you yeah. For whatever reason uh, And you not be at fault For it at first right mm-hmm. And they try to cause harm to you but then you react Violently and cause harm to them I believe in that I believe in necessary violence mm-hmm. So I believe that the Unnecessary violence call, comes from This is just only my opinion of course yeah. That the unnecessary violence Comes from me and not being able To uh, To uh, deal with Their feelings being hurt so if God says something to you that you don't like, you get into your emotions and then you react violently and kill that person. Mm-hmm. When it could have simply been a mature masculine conversation. Right. Because, right. okay, so it would be it would be uh, I guess, feminist for me to say that being in your emotions is acting like a woman. I guess that would be feminist, but
0: not feminist. That would be male shoulders. Male shoulders. Yeah, like you'd be shoulders
1: My apologies, male shoulders, right? So, we all are emotional creatures, so we tend to, our emotions hurt. But it would be the more logic thing to react logically yeah. and say, you know what, you might have said something to me that I don't like, I'll separate myself from the situation versus take you off of the planet.
0: And see, you know like, I see. I see this is, I think, the difference in uh, generations and how people grew up, right? Yes. Because I grew up mm-hmm. in a time where an older person could tell you, stop acting like a little girl uh-huh. to, to a boy, right? Yep. Like, stop all that crying. You know what I'm saying? Now, you're told, what, it's okay for the little boys to cry. You know what i little boy get coddled by his mom and blah, blah, blah. And then he grow up wanting to be coddled. You feel uh-huh. me? Uh-huh. And then if somebody don't coddle him, then he has an emotional response as a, as a man, that this person got to be taken off the earth because there's nobody to coddle me. Instead of sucking up, saying you know what, I'm gonna brush that off because you know I'm a man. You right. know what I'm saying? Right, right. That's right, so right. why I think generationally things have changed, but that doesn't make it toxic. let it let me ask you a question. Okay. It, I don't. So it, it, have you ever heard of the word toxic feminism, femininity? What the fuck? I mean, toxic femininity? No, nope. no. Is it toxic homosexuality?
2: Do you understand what
0: I'm saying? So, like, it's it, it, to me specifically, it is geared towards not patriarchal society. It's geared towards black male okay. patriarchal society. Okay. Do you feel okay. what I'm saying? Okay. Do I think men in our culture need to work on uh, having emotional responsibility? Yes. Sure. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, yes. We not, we're emotional not intelligent emotional intelligence, emotional responsibility, being responsible to harness and to be able to express yourself in a proper manner. Right?
1: Right. Right. And and, 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 and to piggyback off of you saying that uh, about the people coddling the little boys or whatever and telling people telling boys that it's is not okay for them to crowd or it is okay for them to crowd. I think that I think that one thing that could help. Is that if we teach our children to deal with the emotion and let it and and work through it, work through it, learn how you feel in that moment, so that when something happens to you later and you get that feeling again, you won't react in a in a a violent manner. Because for me, uh, I just saw a video of Puff Puff Daddy or Pete Diddy, whatever you like to call him. He was talking about how he just had finished. He he just had finished crying for three and a half hours, and he said he felt better about it. I think that coming from that uh, that standpoint of don't cry, brush it off, that can in turn possibly make you snap and do something to somebody. But I think
0: I'm receiving it. You gotta (laughs) put it's all about context. It is. It's all about context. Context. Because if if you fall and you sit down there and cry about it, right. You know, kill. That makes you weak in life. It, 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 makes, it, it, it perpetuates life. Yeah. an attitude yeah, yeah, yeah. that if I fall, somebody, and this is what I'm talking about. When a man between, that's that polarity between the fem, the feminine mm-hmm. and the masculine. Yeah. Right? And that's why we need both parents. Yeah. I don't need two masculine people. No. Nope. I don't need two feminine people. No. Nope. I need that balance to say, yep. one saying, it's okay, baby, the yep. other saying, get up. Right. Ooh. Not because because you need both of them. It's all because it's, okay, it's okay. It's okay, to fall. it's okay to fall. It's okay. To that's up. life. That's right. right. It's okay get to up. even cry. Right. But get you your fall. ass up. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Because it's okay to know that somebody's there concerned that's about be, you. that's real concerned true. about you falling. That's yeah. there's Somebody else that's saying, "Get your ass up. You ain't down. And see, that's what I'm saying. Oh, and, that, and that's the
0: difference. I think that's important. And that's we don't get that when you try to erase the other side, the masculinity part, or the feminine side. Yeah. Yeah, you can't just have get your ass up because it makes you emotionally insensitive. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I,
2: I always think, always think of this. Things like this remind me of something like a, a rose, right? Okay. So like a rose is beautiful, it has these nice, nice petals and stuff like that, but it also has thorns to protect it. Man, yeah, this thing's gonna be a poetic. On no, I'm big. I'm big. No and way. they
0: smell <laughs> like, and they
1: smell like shit too. <laughs> they don't Roses. Know, they Roses don't really that's smell good. good, but they look good. They look
0: good. But end of the day, they, there's a process with that, yeah, right? They have to Even with picking that, if you don't be careful. That motherfucker do what to you? Stick It'll stick your ass, right? stick You have to be careful with the rose. Picking the rose up. But even then, the process of a rose, when you talk about flowers. Be, shit, you got to put a rose in some what? Dude, do Some fucking dirt. Dirt. You have to go through the dirt to grow up. You know what I'm saying? I think that that's what's missing. And so you say toxic masculinity, you got people brushing masculinity off. Like it's wrong, it's to, wrong, be wrong to be masculine. Man. Shit, that's I it. am a man. I am. So 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 That's I guess like beard So shit, even real shit man. I'm wearing
1: my beard So boy. even <laughs> with the definition uh because you know so many things can mean so many different things to different people Right. even true, though we true, have true. the definition right true, true. So the term toxic toxic masculinity like how do you associate the two like so is it at some point where you become over masculine because I feel like in situations where uh, two men, we know. Mm-hmm. Two, two. Now, women will never understand this, right? But it? all men, size each other up. when they first meet each other. No doubt, right? Facts. So, two men. My point is, nice. two men. Like they can.
2: Me. can <laughs> or, right? This be a gonna be a challenge. Right? Right. <laughs> be a challenge.
1: <laughs> two men know when another man is disrespected, right? So, it? the toxic masculinity part would be, I guess, a, 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 a misunderstanding from a woman's point. So it's like, if you ask a man, dog, that was my seat. And the man say, well, it ain't no more. To a woman, it's just a seat. But to a man, it's like, you just told me I'm a bitch. Yeah, you a bitch. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you yeah. Are a bitch.
0: A uh, whole You He took over my country. You <laughs> feel what I'm saying? Now,
1: for women, they don't understand that. For but sure. to a man, that is completely disrespectful.
0: For sure. If Absolutely.
1: you tell a man, dog, I was standing here. And a man say, and we and I'm trying to make it as simple as possible so that people can understand how simple the respect between two men is, two men are, right? So, bruh, this is my spot. My apologies, bruh. I'll move. I think the toxic, if it is toxic, for the other man to say, I ain't going no fucking work. If the man approaches you in a respectful manner, you react respectfully. If the man approaches you in a disrespectful manner, it's not toxic but for you to react in a disrespectful manner.
0: And I'm gonna say this because, and I think this is very important, if anybody's going to define toxic masculinity, let it be a man. It has to be a man. It has yeah, to man. be. A man. I can't tell a woman what they should be doing with
2: their body when a woman knows what goes through. Man, a going think on about their body. how upset women get when guys try to tell them stuff. Real about, shit about their body and what they should do. You know what I'm saying? They call it slut shaming, body shaming. Sh- yeah, slut shame yeah, and yeah. yeah. Or anytime a man tries to say anything like that, so so at, we're at the same standpoint. Like. You can't tell me how to be masculine. Yeah. You can't tell you me how, can't to t- how to be a man. You know what I saying? think
1: everybody should act. So with today's society, you can define things however you wish to. Oh my God! Because everybody is liberal, and you can you can think all you want to, but there are some things it's that trans, just are. Trans, that I don't even want to get it's into it's that. It's We're not even getting to right. all that. Right. Right. But, but but, but no, I respectful. <laughs> Actions are respectful actions. I don't give a fuck what you identify as. Real shit. To step on someone's shoe is disrespectful. And it, purposely step on somebody. shoe. say it like that. Okay. To spit in someone's face, I don't care who you, are. I don't care what, you ooh, I don't care you what country you from, I don't care I don't where, care where you you're from, it is disrespectful. But in today's society, you could know. say, oh no, that's how we embrace each other. I don't give a fuck how y'all embrace each other. You spit in my motherfucking face. But let's see. let me yeah, tell exactly.
0: you listen, you can embrace each other like that. But I'm, I'm gonna add something to your to your custom. I'ma add in parts to your customs, punching your motherfucking face. <laughs> so jaw. let's add that to the custom uh you once you spit your jaw broke. Yeah, you can okay. spit
2: through a fix. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but that's how the shit gonna work. All right. Right. Let's real shit. I just wanna say like, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't wanna to get to all the trans stuff, but like but, but like, like you say, you can identify as whatever you want. Like, this is how ridiculous some of that shit is, right? Um, I'm trans slender. I'm fat, but I identify as skinny. <laughs> no, <that don't laughs> you, but, but, you still fat. It <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> like, like, on, on
0: the real. At the end of the day, I can't tell an individual what to do with your life. life. You it's life. your life. You, you cannot. Either. But, but you principles
1: are principles. I don't care where you come from. Respect is respect. Spitting on someone is, I don't give a fuck how you try to blur the lines and what you try to, all these new customs that come along. I respect you. So I'll respect what you believe, but I don't necessarily have to
2: agree with I'm going to tell you agree. this. That, that's, that's the thing. For I saying. think that's the thing. You just hit me on the cuff because I think we don't, ha- I don't have to agree with you. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I don't have to agree with this whole, uh, this, this movement of, of demasculating, men. Yep. I, I, th- yep. I, th- I, think, I think that's more of an issue than... Then it's toxic masculinity. Like For men sure. have been be, being demasculated, purposely targeted to be demasculated. In particular, black, black men. Black
1: men and our culture. It Talk is to not toxic to be masculine. It is not toxic. But to see, be masculine. let's, let, let, but so we would so have to define this what masculine this is too. This, no, this is
2: the demasculation of a man This is the attacker it, it, of a, it, it of a it black is. We
1: would have to define what masculine is Because some people think that walking into a room And ready to kill everybody in there is masculine That's not masculine, that's fucking crazy That's okay. what it is Masculine is being able to have a What do you call A discourse with another man without a resorting in violence So if you ask a man Simply, brother, can I have my seat back? And the brother say Yes, you can have your seat back. That's masculine. Motherfucker,
0: get out my mother... That's, that's fucking... That's crazy. Yeah, right. That masculine is the rap. Masculine is what? Masculine, to me, is being able to provide for your family and be able and protect. to to protect for your family and at the same time not be uh, in competition mm-hmm. with your woman. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. right? But There to, is no competition. To, see what I'm saying? But see, some people have... Because we in 2019... But before, the roles used to be defined. Right. It ain't defined no more. Nope. You got the woman working. You got this doing that. You know, I spent a lot of time with my children. You know what I'm saying? used to be the woman would be the one who helped, you know, and primarily raised the children. And the man did all the stuff outside the home. Now you got both. So now you have to work in cooperation. Right. right? And let's talk about that too. Let's talk
1: about the the roles being defined. Yep. By nature. We're not talking about some shit that we made up. We are talking about, by nature, the way we were created. That's yeah. that's what I want to deal with because you have so many people, well, that's the road, dude, those assigned roads, that's bullshit. No, by nature, the woman is the nurturer. That's how they are wired. And how how
0: do we know that? Because do you can look at birth? everything they do. Hold they, on. They don't just get burned. They, they got to kick. Them. They got to do what? They, they got to... Gotta- before they give birth, they got to do what for the baby? They got to carry, carry the baby. They got to the the nurture the baby yeah. where? They gotta inside of it. Inside inside. it. So
1: Facts. by nature, they are by nature, they are nurturers. Right. I remember uh, Clee has spoken one time when he talked about the man being uh, being naturally rough and having a natural desire to conquer things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Not. I ain't talking about the man who want to go out and have sex with all of the women. I'm talking about the man just, that's that sees a mountain and says, I got to that I gotta go to the top of that mountain. I by us it. being created by, you know, all of the things that makes up the earth, all of the minerals and everything, we've been, we, we believe we were created out of all of that, right? Right. So we naturally want to go over rough terrain and, and, and different landscapes and, and conquer things. That is our nature. Our nature is to be outside working. The woman's nature from how they were made, from what we believe, how they were made is to nurture. So they're supposed to take care of the children and have have a softer side, even though we believe they're strong. Women are very strong. We're not diminishing what women are. But their nature is to take care of things, is to nurture things, is to bring life to things, is to grow things, is to make things be, to grow up and be beautiful. Those roles
0: are not, they want to tear down shit like we do. That's what I'm saying see, that's what I'm saying, and that's this. So, what, who's toxic? It's society toxic? Society. See, I think society is toxic. That's right. Yeah, and what we got is a, a a society that a culture that is toxic. And this is the what to me it is the byproduct. Yeah, byproduct, of byproduct of it.
1: Yep. Right?
0: Because nobody's talking about the white boy walking into the room and shooting everybody. Is that toxic masculinity? Nope, man.
2: What? Tell, what? about what? what
0: about the white boy that just got twelve years
1: for, for no no no. The girl accused him of rape, said that he he uh he had her in the club, he was drunk, they left together, and he raped her, right? I can't remember the whole story verbatim, but he, he was supposed to have got her drunk, took her to his apartment, raped her, and then they came back to the club. But they looked at the videos. Yeah, 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 she, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was giving a lot dance. Albert Albert yes Wins, Winston Albert yeah. Winston or something. Wilson. Albert yeah. Went Wilson. And then on the flip side, it was a guy who they caught in the act of raping somebody.
0: The cottage boy.
1: Yeah, got yep, yep, they yep. gave him six months. They gave him six months jail time. He only served three, three years. I mean, no, three, months, he, yep. three months, three months the six months. Yep. And got like three years probation While this boy, while the black kid, has 12 years, uh, 12 years in jail, and then lifetime probation, and has, to re- and has to register as a sex offender. I'm sorry I was stuttering like that, but I was trying to get everything that I can remember in that life. Yeah, that's just it. So,
2: yeah, it's, it's, it's toxic for us to be masculine, <laughs> but it's okay for white guys to walk around and want to kick each other's ass. So, hold on, real quick, real quick. So, like, I was watching a documentary, a little special back in the day. It was about nerds, these nerds and these guys who um, had this underground fight club, but they would be fighting each other, hitting each other with, like, keyboards and shit. It was, like, it was like these geek stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, because... Men naturally have some aggression that we have to deal with. We gotta get we out. Gotta get out. I don't care if, what who you think you are, man. You gotta get that aggression out. Isn't that we wired that way? I mean, biology. We're supposed to go hunt, hunt, kill, kill this shit, and bring shit. shit
1: made to fight. Right? Come on, so, man. So, so, so,
2: so you Kids can't be like, oh, it's toxic to be that way. No, it's toxic. If I bottle this shit in, I'm going to explode. That's toxic. That's toxic. That's toxic. I'm abolishing That's that. That's toxic. That's really toxic. Somebody- when, you, when you try to sit me down at the table exactly. and tell me to drink tea and crumpets, when I need to be doing Somebody on the table. table.
0: they go. Listen, eventually that man. When you keep telling him he's soft, you're you soft. You keep talking shit to that man. And, he, and you want him to bottle it said, up, and yeah. you want to, and then he blow up on your ass, or or he takes that energy and, go and goes to somewhere else. else to
2: a woman who's saying, you be wonder, masculine. You wonder why he cheat. Oh shit. You, you wonder why he cheat because somebody made him be masculine. Are you man. trying to demasculate that man? Man, please stop it. I've seen it before. My own eyes Now we supposed to have T Kali
0: which is supposed to be our, our other host on here, but she didn't show up today. So there's no other perspective here for that. We just tell you from our perspective, being authentic. We just I want to talk about being men. Being like, just being me. and toxic masculinity. And I want you to hear this because there are a lot of men out there who are not conquering, who are not fulfilling their dreams in, in, because they will not embrace the masculinity in themselves. They will not embrace the fact that failure is part of the process. They will not embrace the fact that if you're gonna do anything significant, that you're gonna have some times in your life where you fall down the mountain and you might have to dust yourself off and climb that shit again, all right? You got people right now who are afraid to to do something crazy because everybody's saying that's toxic masculinity. Because they're saying, for, for example, Terry Crews was molested the fuck I'm talking about? Terry Crews got uh, groped and touched by an exec, and he should have punched that motherfucker in his face. Should have broken his jaw. All right, y'all say that's the toxic masculinity. No, it's not. Those are lines of respect. That, that's some lines of respect. That man went across li- the line when he touched that man. All you right, can be whatever. Listen, you can
1: be whatever you wish to be if you wish to. If you wish to lay with me, if you're a man and you wish to lay- That's with me, on you. I have no with problem them. with that. We'll that's your space, business you get to do what you want to do. But when you violate me as
2: a violate person or my personal what? space, oh. as a heterosexual.
1: I'm born in your, your mouth, but it ain't gonna be the way you like it. <laughs> <gonna> <laughs> you like it. I'm going in your, <laughs> your shit. It's gonna
0: happen. Got you. And, and that's what I'm saying. If 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 Trump grabs a woman by the pussy without her what? Permission. Consent, her permission. consent or permission that is toxic masculinity, and hey, y'all made him the president. That's time. For, that's jail time. That's mm-hmm. jail time. That's jail time.
2: Bro, he was he was getting voted in or whatever, going through his inauguration or whatever when he was getting sworn in while yeah. facing charges. Come on, man. Facing charges for sexual assault. Come <laughs> on, man. We we live in a society.
0: The, and that's what I'm saying. This is the shit I'm talking about. Don't be me. This is the sh- this is this shit I'm talking about. You cannot. It is it, it, a double edged sword. It's it's, it, it, it's what it's a, a, a double, standard. double standard.
2: Double standard. Double
1: standard.
2: It's a double standard. It's a, d- it's a double standard, bro. Bro, you, you cannot be black and strong. You're automatic, You're automatically seen as aggressive. Every time, every time these white cops kill a black kid or a black person, yeah. what do they say? I was scared. I was I a fear for my fear life.
1: But 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 I learned the sociology class when I. I attended college for a few weeks.
2: Okay, <laughs> oh, go ahead, oh, oh, shit. go ahead, oh, oh, Try <laughs> <laughs> to uh, oh, see Ohio County,
1: Community College. He went to
2: Community
1: College, right? But I learned that in life, in life there's a script, right? Mm. So, uh, in the black community, when you see a guy, you know when you embrace a guy mm. for the first time that day, what's up, bro, how you doing, All oh, everything cool. Yep. That's part of a script. You know what you're going to say without even thinking about <laughs> right? it, yeah. that's part of the script, right? So, my point is, with those cops saying that I was afraid or he was a girl, that's part of the script. They know that they're supposed to say that to, to uh, justify them killing Kill. mother Man, one thing I've learned, and I don't want to be uh, a racist, but I'll be true from my standpoint, my view on things. One thing I've learned is that white men are not afraid of shit. No. A motherfucker will go. Okay. So a white man will go and jump out of an airplane with a parachute that he hopes opens. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He hopes the parachute over. He's relying on this parachute But you're afraid to engage another human being You will walk into You will go swim in uncharted waters To find sharks, oh. with sharks To oh. find oh. shit that don't belong to you But you're afraid to engage another human being You'll play with polar bears In the polar, in in the the Arctic. And they make wolves, they pets and shit like that. Come on, they play with lions. White men are not
2: not afraid of lions. Okay, so that's what they say
0: to justify killing. But that's not what this show is about, even though I think that's toxic masculinity.
2: That's toxic toxic masculinity. That's toxic masculinity. Going
1: into
0: uh, animals, going
1: into another species' home and their uh, habitat. Their habitat. Going into another species' habitat and taking over their shit. That is toxic. That's toxic masculinity.
0: masculinity. Okay, so let me say this, let me say this. If we're going to, as a culture or a society, move forward as a collective, yes. we have to be careful the, the, the terminologies we create, because it, it creates division. It That's creates, what it does. We'll it creates that. division uh, between the genders, It creates the the, uh, division between communities. Mm -hmm. It creates division. I have people who are from all types of walks of lives that I get along with, as long as we respect each other. That's the biggest. At the end of the day, you're not gonna tell me I can't be a man. Fuck you, okay? You're not gonna tell my wife that she can't be a woman, right? Fuck you! You're not gonna tell me how to run my household. Fuck you! You can't tell me that I can't be proud of who I am. You can't tell me
1: that I'm proud. I'm proud that I that I've come from uh, oh, yeah. dangerous environments. I've come, I come from dangerous environments yes, and I survived. Right. I've come from where the culture is to harm other people for material things, Absolutely. and I survived. And I'm 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 a productive citizen and yeah, let, let me
0: say only a my minute part of that culture does that. Only a minute part. Because not, that's not the whole culture. That's not, that's not, true. That's not the whole because culture. Because there are a lot of people who in our culture want to see each other succeed. Wanna right. see each other and succeed. And be honest with you, if, 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 like me and you met because of that. Because we saying? wanted to see we each you team. were you were a coach. I was a career coach. You was a that's career right. coach that's in a right. program that was helping minority youth. Yep. Become productive citizens, right? And I appreciate that. And That's real shit. But I'm proud to be who I am. And we never. I've in situations. situations. We all. Come, we come from it. Us three. And I don't know about you listening, but we come from it. And I want. I want you to be motivated. Now. now, let's let's change the subject a little because I, I really want to talk about Nipsey Hussle. Okay. All right. And I want to talk about uh, uh, what he did. And this I think is important that we reflect on. Um, his accomplishments, Agreed. and not just deal with the fact that he died I mean, or was murdered I, yeah. or was assassinated oh, man, I'm so or was set about it. up. Oh, I'm so oh my sad bad. about bad. Okay, but let's talk about Go that. Ahead, let's, man. But let's talk about his accomplishments. His let's, accomplishment. let's talk about his
2: accomplishments. So one thing you got to understand about Nipsey. First Huff, of all, let's talk about how old was he. Thirty-three. He lived thirty-three years that and accomplishments. And let's talk about in that time. That time frame. Fuck man, me. bro. That's, that's that's what we all chase. We all chase that dash. You all want that dash to matter and make make a, make a good, you know, what I'm saying okay. impact, right? Right. So, so two things a man can leave behind when he dies is impact and influence. Mm-hmm. That's that's one thing that we can't deny about Nipsey Hussle. So, so one thing he always used to say is get it out the trunk. So, me as an entrepreneur, I always um, look for a Nipsey Hussle for inspiration. Mm-hmm. One, his business acumen, his his, his mindset, his marketing, his guerrilla marketing approach, his mm-hmm. strategies, all those mm-hmm. things are things that typically you have to go to school to get taught. Yeah. He yeah. naturally learned it, developed it, worked it. Some to, people have it naturally. Yeah, and so he, na- he worked it, developed it, and he was able to Ooh, do yeah. something crazy like sell his CD for $100. That's the Crenshaw Project, right? The Crenshaw yeah, thing yeah. for $100. And not only did he sell it, he sold out two or three times.
0: Yeah, He went pay. on
2: tour selling the CDs, all right, for $100. And so people were glad to buy a project for $100. Why were they glad? Because he put so much effort, time, energy, and it, this was like a Nipsey Hussle project. He created that much buzz, that much marketing by himself. That's just the music aspect. That's just what I'm saying. This it. is a mixtape too. This, this is a mixtape album. album. He did this, He just put out his first album ever. We all knew who he was prior to this. He, this is his first album ever. His first and last, unfortunately.
1: Man, man. man. So I was. I just watched a, a uh, 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 interview. No, not an interview, but I watched a video on YouTube this morning. It was talking about one of the top, uh, one of the top bloods, right? So, when he made that tweet, this is what it was about. When he made that tweet, having strong enemies mm-hmm. is, a, is a blessing. Mm-hmm. The reason he made that tweet is because he was in a a shop. In a, uh, I want to say it was a restaurant. And he was standing there with his back to the door. And one of the top bloods had just got out of jail for 10 years. He wanted to, wanted to move. He was in the shakers. He's an OG I want to say his name like Big Buzz or something like that, or Big Slug, something, something like that. Whatever his name is, right? So from you know where? I can't remember. Where by by. No where, but no matter. Top plate. He just got out of jail for no ten man. years, and they know he was a mover and a shaker, like a real live. He was. Oh, yeah. He had to tap Nipsey to get to get by. Nipsey didn't know it was him. Nipsey turned around and saw the guy, and they both went into defensive mode. Nipsey immediately defused it, right, bro? I've been looking for you. I wanted to work with you so that we because I know that you have a strong enough mindset that you can get your people to listen to you and we can we can work together to defuse all of this beef between the gangs. I sent it to y'all. That was the reason Nipsey made that post on Twitter about having strong. Uh, having strong enemies is a blessing. He didn't release the picture that they took because he was waiting to after he went and talked to the police. The next day he was gonna- He was going to release it on Monday, but he got killed that Sunday. And I sent it to y'all so y'all could watch. I was just watching it this morning. Damn. He was unifying, and when I watched the video, bruh, it like literally brought tears to my eyes. I'm really a fan of what Nipsey was doing, man. Yeah. He was really like, he was the, the easiest way I can say it. He was a real one, bruh. He was good, really out here good. trying to unify our people. And then you hear people say, Well, in Cleveland, for the people that don't know about the inner city of Cleveland, we have such a a hate for each other, man. We got Nipsey's right here in our neighborhood, and y'all won't even support him. Those guys, shout out to those guys, man, for even trying. But they weren't doing what he was doing on the level that he was doing. Exactly. And then you got guys who, you know, yeah, I'll just take care of the few people around me. That's cool. That's, That's a great thing. But this guy was doing something. On a larger scale, for everybody, bro. For everybody, even Ti was just on live talking about how they was going to Congress. They was on their way to Congress to talk about how the gentrification of the inner city could be positive for the people who lived in the inner city. They was on their way to that, and Nipsey got killed. This this guy was. They were working on housing projects for low income people to be able to live nice and, and nice housing projects. Well, it was a housing project for low-income people to live in nice and houses,
0: houses yeah. not projects. Yeah, had the Vector 90 going on. The Vector, the Vector
2: 90, 90, which was a te- technology,
0: technology, technology, technology program. We had STEM program yeah. going on. And the Vector 90 is for entrepreneurs, yeah. all right, as a, as a hub or incubator for startups to be able to have a place to go and, and have office space and be professional and collaborate. And, collaborate. And, they, and they had to pay a little small fee, but it was allowing them to opportunity to incubate Right, he was part of that. He had a STEM program that taught uh, inner city youth about techs and be a, 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 a pathway to Silicon Valley, mm-hmm. right? This is what he had, he was into, uh, 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 not, what's the, the proper term for it? Uh, cryptocurrency. Not, uh, cryptocurrency, heavy into that, investing and all that stuff into the technology. He also had the first and only Smart store in the world. Mm-hmm. He was the first and the
2: patent on the stuff. Not only did he have the first smart store, he had a, bro. He bought a store mm. where he used to trap at and do and do stuff. Took that store, took that store, remade it, repurposed it, made it the marathon mm-hmm. clothing store. Mm-hmm. Then bought the building. Bought the building, bought the whole plaza, man. So you, you talk about a, a man who totally tra- changed the game, man. It's astounding, man. So 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 it's 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 I look at I look at certain people or everybody really is as light, as mm-hmm. illumination, right? Yeah. Everybody has their own light. He lit up he lit up the damn the whole world, West Coast, man, the world, man. He, he really lit, lit up the, the West world. Coast. He lit up the West Coast, left the world. You talk about this one person, dark cloud, dark shadow. Or probably more than just this person. Who knows what's all behind this, this? This, the, the, the death of Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. Dim this light. So now the light is a little bit dimmer. Now it's a little bit dimmer across the world. Now. It, it, I, I'm gonna say, say something.
0: I'm gonna say something. It, it is not dimmer yeah. because uh, what he has done is not being exposed to.
2: True. Billions, millions. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. Of people more people getting exposed to who Nipsey Hussle was. Who he was. His, yeah. his sales. Yeah. Went up
0: 2,000%. I bet. I bet. I bet. It, it's, it, fucked it, it's, it's
2: fucked up. It's fucked up. But, but, bro, in, in art and music, you're not as famous until you die.
0: Until you, and, and his catalog is incredible. incredible. One album. But let me say this. The reason we're talking about his accomplishments, because he accomplished in 33 years coming from an environment that do, that does not produce these type of people. Mm-hmm. All right? he was self-taught he taught himself he read he, he took his energy up all right that's why it's so unfortunate because he changed the energy around him and he not only brought himself up he brought people up around him he was arrested he bought he didn't just buy the store mm. he bought the plaza the plaza he bought the plaza and so this is what I want to, to leave you with you know when it comes to this particular Episode Mm -hmm. we cannot let people define for us what toxic masculinity or what masculinity is Okay, it was that environment that created a a Nipsey Hussle Okay, it was that environment that created a LeBron James Mm. Okay, it was that environment that created us. Yeah, all right some of the people you hold dear that you hold up into high standards in the world came from environments of people that you say is toxic. It's not toxic. It's life. And so, you know, I want us to be able to define for ourselves who we are and what we are. And we need to find inspiration from this. All right? This is motivation for the living. Final. You know? And this is what I want to say. We are not going to allow people to tell us what's toxic, what's not toxic, what was, what is, what else. We're defining it yeah. as men. And men, listen, if you listen to this episode, I want you to stand up. Ladies, I want you to comment because we appreciate your, your your piece of the puzzle, what you bring to the table. But at the same time, we need to start appreciating the masculine and the feminine. All right? It's not one above the other. It's just we're, us working in cooperation as a community. And we need to start doing it. I'm your host, The Real Cleve. I got my man. Just Train James. I got my man. Leonard Church. All right? Y'all stay tuned for News You Can't Use by Lenard. Motivation for living. We'll be back in two seconds. So I guess we'll do a commercial and then we'll be back. It's
1: News You Can't Use or can by Leonard. <laughs> All right, so uh, this episode or this part of the episode will be dedicated to my brother Nipsey Hussle. And I call him my brother because I feel like he's family, to be honest. Uh, I'm saddened by him passing. Uh, It's hurtful to our community. It's hurtful to us as a people and I think it's hurtful to the world I've been watching on Instagram where a lot of people have been paying their respects and tributes to the late great and I do mean great because I was a fan of him, Nipsey Hussle. So the news you can't use or can you is about the tweet that he posted right before his demise. So the tweet that he posted was having strong enemies is a blessing and I found a video on YouTube where they talk about what he meant about having strong enemies is a blessing. So it's a guy named Firebug from Cent- Cent- Centinello Park. Centinello Park. Family bug, gangsta Bloods. So. Firebug, 56 is his name on Instagram. You can go look him up and you'll see the pictures that he posted with Nipsey Hussle that they had in a, uh, in a restaurant. <clears throat> so him and Nipsey... I guess were sworn enemies at some point in time. I'm not from LA, so I don't know the logistics of it all, but they were sworn enemies at some point in time where they had a feud going on. And Nipsey was in the restaurant and Firebug just so happened to walk in, to my understanding from the story that I heard. And in order to get past Nipsey, he had to tap Nipsey, whose back was turned toward the door at the time. When he tapped Nipsey, Nipsey turned around, they saw each other instantly went into defense mode. the way the story goes is Nipsey defused the situation and let him know that he comes in peace and he wanted to begin to work with him so that they can defuse some of the issues going on with the, with the gangs of L.A. Uh, they sat down, they, uh, they worked together to put together another meeting where they could talk a little more in depth about the things that they wanted to do. To my understanding, Firebug agreed, and once you go to Firebug56 on Instagram, you'll see that he agreed to it because he started posting pictures and, you know, saying different things, like when Kings have a meeting and things of that nature. You'll see that he, uh, he agreed to, to, to work with Nipsey. Uh, it's admirable, it's respectable, and it's damn sure commendable. I respect both of those guys. I respect anybody who's able to hash out their differences between them and someone else. Because in today's society, it's so easy for us to react negatively and then also violently behind that and take somebody else away from their family, man. I'm a family man. I have one child. I have a wife. And I know what I mean to them. I know what I mean to my community. So it's easy for me to go and look at somebody else and know what they mean to their family and to their community. I heard something before that said, the king in me sees the king in you. And when you recognize what you are, it it makes it easier for you to recognize what somebody else is. So, in news you can't use or news you can use, I would like to pay respects to the late, great Nipsey Hussle. I wish you all a wonderful day and try to use that news to help
0: yourself. Episode 12 has come to an end. Like, subscribe, and share. See you in episode 13.